0: To be have a little hollow travel podcast, we are getting so close to 100.
1: I know uh, my name, <laughs> my name eight. is
0: Kevin Allen. Uh, I am your co host with me as always. We'll start with
1: oh, um, Catherine Tough Fox. Sorry, and I'm Grace Maeda.
0: And uh, cat who do we have? Who, who do we have with us today?
1: Yeah, well, first, we're with Hawaii Magazine. Thanks for listening and uh, and joining us. Oh, this is a great really five very- stars. Oh yeah. Okay. Give us five seconds. Thanks. Um, this is a really exciting podcast. Grace and I just came back from Hawaii Island where, you know, as our listeners hopefully are know about this, I'm sure everybody in the world seems to know about this. Mauna Loa has erupted, started erupting. Oh, what was that? November 27th or 28th for the first time in 38 years. So we have with us a very special guest who's going to talk to us all about Mauna Loa, Kilauea, Hawaii volcanoes, any tips and advice for folks who are planning trips to see this historic eruption is um, Benjamin Hayes. He's the interpretation and education program manager at Hawaii Volcanoes National Park. He's been with the National Service. I kind of stalked you for like 15 years, I think. And you've been with the park for about seven. Is that right, Ben? Uh, almost five. Oh, almost five. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't good in math. But anyway, Ben's been here a long time. He wasn't here for the, the 1984 eruption, but he's definitely here for all the, the fun stuff that's going on in the park right now. So thanks for joining us. I know it's a busy time for, obviously it's a busy time for you guys, but um, yeah, thanks for joining us.
0: Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Ben. Yeah. Aloha kakayaka. It's a pleasure to be
2: with you this morning. Thanks for the invitation.
1: So Grace and I just came back from the big island where we like drove at three in the morning to Saddle Road to see the historic lava. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on right now on the Big Island with the eruptions? Because there are two eruptions going on.
2: Yes, we're uh, experiencing a rare, special and sacred time with two eruptions going on uh, simultaneously. The summit eruption of Kilauea, which began on September 29th, 2021, uh, and is contained in the summit caldera inside the national park. and the eruption of Mount Loa, which began as you as you mentioned on Sunday, november twenty seventh at at eleven thirty pm. And so we're entering day five. What we've seen so far is a summit eruption that began in the caldera, Mokua veoveo, Veo, of Mount Loa, and it flowed covering the entire caldera floor and even flowed out of the southwest side of the caldera for a brief time. but as as can happen, in Mauna Loa eruptions, it quickly moved, uh, the magma moved to the northeast rift zone and began new fissures uh, some distance away, of uh, about 2000 feet lower on the Mauna. Um, and that has been the most effusive um, component of this eruption so far. So that began Monday. And fissure three has become the dominant uh, Fisher producing enormous amounts of lava so far. Uh, as of yesterday, this was producing a hundred thousand, or excuse me, ten cubic meters of lava a second. That's like ten dump trucks full of lava every second flowing down Mount Mauna Loa uh, towards the north, towards uh, Daniel K Inouye Highway 200 or Saddle Road. It has moved down um, fairly rapidly until it reached the uh, flat area of the saddle between Mauna Loa to the south and Mauna Kea to the north, and it has begun to slow. Uh, As of this morning, the uh, flow front from Fisher Three is about 2.7 miles uh, to the south of the Daniel K. Inouye Highway. Uh, But uh, it is going to be at least a week at the current rate. Before it reaches the highway, and so many things can happen in between now and then. It could go in a different direction. Um, so there is no, there are no communities, and there are no, um, there's no significant infrastructure that's yet been destroyed or that is in uh, immediate uh, threat. But it has been um, incredible to witness this once in a generation event, as, as you mentioned, the last time this uh, this volcano erupted was 38 years ago in 1984. And there's some similarities between that eruption and this one. Uh, and, and interestingly, this eruption is following a, another previous lava flow, uh, the 1935 eruption, it's flowing um, right along and on top of that previous lava flow from- Oh, interesting. From, from, um, almost 90 years ago.
0: Oh yeah, go, go ahead.
2: Um, and both of those are instructive, both of those eruptions, they were, uh, the in the case of the 1984 eruption, it was only three weeks. And yet it reached what is now the uh, area of, of Saddle Road and then turned to the east and flowed towards Hilo um, in that eruption. And the same thing happened in 1935. And that eruption was uh, longer than 1984. But uh, if you look back um, in the historical record, uh, there have been 33 Mauna Loa eruptions since 194, excuse me, 1843, and most of those have been very vigorous and um, not as lengthy as the Mauna, excuse me, as the Kilauea eruptions. Kilauea eruptions can last. A, you know, we've had one recently that was 35 years long, but we haven't seen that uh, of Mauna Loa eruptions. And so although Mauna Loa erupts less frequently than Kilauea, uh, it is they are tend to be more dynamic and uh, eruptions that change very rapidly, uh, even if they are shorter in duration.
1: So quick question, you mentioned that um, Kilauea was erupting for 30, uh, 34 years. So is this the first time Kilauea and Mauna Loa are erupting at the same time?
2: No, that this has happened uh, several times before, but it is quite rare. Um, the last time this happened was in 1984. The, the 35-year eruption you mentioned, the Pu'u'o'o eruption started in 1983. And then, um, gosh, just over a year later in March of 1984, uh, March 25th is when the uh, Mauna Loa eruption began and they erupted simultaneously for those three weeks.
0: Wow. And and you're talking, you're saying that the uh, Kilauea eruptions tend to be longer and the Mauna Loa eruptions tend to be stronger, but shorter. Um, you know, on average, do you guys just over, you know, your years of, of data, do you have an average estimate of how long it could be?
2: Um, I I don't have that information in front of me, but uh, it's looking back at those 33 eruptions, the Mauna Loa eruptions tend to last sometimes for a few hours sometimes for um, a few weeks and uh, occasionally a few months. Whereas the Kilauea eruptions um, tend to last, can last years. And, you know, the the example, or certainly months, but in in most cases, many years. There are very, actually very few instances in the last century where Mauna Kea, or excuse me, for Kilauea is not erupting. There is a 35 year eruption, but also simultaneously with that was the summit eruption, which lasted 10 years. Uh, there was a two-year period after 2018, 2018 and 2019, and most of 2020 when there was no eruption at all of either of these volcanoes, and, and those periods do happen, but uh, they're 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 not as often as as uh, you'd think. One one or one or both of the uh, volcanoes tend to be erupting um, frequently. That's very interesting that more often than not, there is a volcano erupting on the big island. That is so mm-hmm. interesting. Um, as far as like being able to see it and like visitors going, do you need like, I mean, we didn't have any special equipment, but like, as far as like, do you recommend people bring binoculars, special cameras? What should people bring to in order to see it? And like, how far
1: are they able to get or how close are they able to get?
2: Yes, that's a great question. Um, So we are very fortunate in that this eruption is impacting a very remote area of the island with with no communities on the um, on the north side of Mauna Loa. It has, although the the uh, the fountaining and source of lava flows are in the national park, they are mostly flowing out of the park and onto uh, a variety of state uh, and private lands, but that are that don't contain any development. Another advantage is this eruption is, is so large in terms of the lava being uh, effused from these fissures. You can have incredible views from almost, well, many, many places across the island. So here on the south side of Mauna Loa, we, we have incredible views. You can kind of see an example on, on uh, behind me of Mauna Loa and Kilauea erupting simultaneously. Uh, and so that's visible with weather can you know weather permitting. And along uh, Saddle Road in areas that have been designated uh, as public parking and viewing areas, which the, the uh, county established one near the Kai, or excuse me Gilbert Kahele Park. Um, and on uh, State Route 200, there is a stretch of an old stretch of section of road which has been set aside for uh, viewers to park and safely uh, view the eruption. So that is the, the primary area where the, the county has established a safe and um, uh, that it doesn't impact the traffic flow on the highway and is uh, relatively close to these uh, to these lava flows. But again, you can see this glow. You can see the lava flows from many areas. People reported seeing it from Kona. People reported seeing it from like Koloa from, uh, of course, from here in Volcano, and and so it's uh, it's pretty remarkable in that regard of just how visible this really is.
1: Yeah, Grace and I got a ton of questions from people asking us about, you know, where is the best place to fly in, for example? Should we find Tacona? Should we find Tequilo? I do have friends who live in Waikoloa and one in Waimea that can see the glow and, and, and see all that, so it is, it seems like you can find a, a spot anywhere on Hawaii Island to see it, but <coughs> Is it that Saddle Road and in Hilo and Hawaii Volcanoes National Park would likely be the best place for people to fly into and to see the flow if that's what they're coming for?
2: Yeah, I don't think there's a wrong answer uh, to that question about where's the best place to to arrive and to plan. It's accessible from either of the major airports, Hilo or Kailua-Kona. Both airports are open and, and functioning normally. The, uh, there, are, there are great opportunities to view the eruption from within Hawaii volcanoes national park. Um, and you know, you also can view the Kiloe eruption, which, you know, should not be forgotten. This that's also <laughs> incredibly, uh, interesting. Awesome to behold the actual home of Pele mea the Hawaiian volcano deity and, um, but the lava flows are primarily flowing to the north side of Mauna Loa, and that is the largest attraction and draw of visitors. And accordingly, the uh, Hawaii County, uh, in partnership with the Pohakaloa Training Center and with the state, has set up a a safe viewing area along the Highway 200 at the the state park there.
1: So we had a couple of questions. Um, One is, people were very concerned about our safety. So can you talk a little bit about how safe it is? And then also, what should people not do? Um, when they come to visit the volcano?
2: Yeah, thank you for that question. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, we
1: could tell you too what not to do, but let's hear it from you. <laughs> let's
0: hear it from the official source.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes, um, the primary hazard for visitors is going to be VOG. VOG are volcanic gases and particulates that are... Uh, being off-gassed from lava. Uh, the, the primary gas of concern is sulfur dioxide or SO2. SO2 is a hazard to everyone. And you know especially uh, young people, people with respiratory illnesses or uh, health conditions and you know, uh, pregnant mothers. Uh, so that should be taken into consideration. The good news is uh, the state, county, and the national park have a lot of resources air monitoring uh, networks uh, that show live data. There's also uh, VOG forecast. Um, so there, there are many links and those links are on our webpage um, and are, are certainly on the Hawaii County Civil Defense webpage. And so visitors should first and foremost become familiar with the gas hazards that we face just living here and uh, how you can plan and be prepared for VOG or winds to shift. Also, a factor is uh, particulates, particularly uh, glass fibers known as pele's hair. They have been uh, observed within five to ten miles of the lava flows, and um, those can can hurt um, if breathed in. Uh, can hurt folks. They're they're literally, just literally little slivers of glass that are long strands, like a string of strings of glass falling from the sky. Uh, those uh, one way to protect yourself from Particulates and Pele's hair is to wear a, a mask such as an N ninety five or K N ninety five. We've become very familiar with those over the last several years, right. uh, so those should be easily accessible. Those masks, however, do not protect anyone against sulfur dioxide or some of those other magmatic gases. Um, so, if the if you do feel um, the best rule of thumb for uh, for gas hazards is if you f- feel weird, feel bad, leave the area, get in your car, and, and go somewhere else the other thing you mentioned or asked about is what not to do do not go into closed areas uh that that is it seems like a, a common sense thing but um you know people are enraptured by the views and um you know get tunnel vision and to enter areas that they're not appropriate to go in for their own safety and for respecting um, respecting the aina of the land and, and, um, and making sure that we uh, are respectful first and foremost when we're trying to view this sacred event. Um, and to be aware of another primary hazard and that's traffic and driving. We've, mm-hmm. we've had some accidents along uh, State Highway 200 um, and some near misses. People again are distracted while driving Uh, especially when you can see this this incredible lava flow from so many areas and as a consequence should be paying more attention to the road. Um, Initially, a lot of people were parking on the side of the highway that is strictly forbidden and the uh, Hawaii County is enforcing uh, the no parking um, from, um, I believe, mile marker 16 on the east side all the way to the junction with uh state highway 190 um on the west side. So there's no parking anywhere along the road. And, and, and but as the good news is they've established a really incredible safe um viewing area at the Gill, Gilbert, uh, Kahele uh, state park along the highway. And there's a four miles uh length of parking where wow. visitors can park safely mm-hmm. and uh and then experience this this event so the three things are gas hazards are not going into closed areas and and um especially not parking on the highway and and three um uh what the distracted driving
0: this is kind of a question for for cat and grace as well as you ben i mean what what was the, I guess, the energy like on Hawaii Island when you guys went to go check out the lava? I mean, it seems like such a uh, busy time on Hawaii Island, which is kind of funny to me because it always seems like such a sleepy island. But <laughs> it's funny. You guys are talking about working. You see the eruption. I can see it on my phone because every single time I open up my Instagram account, there's a bunch of videos of oh, yeah. people on Hawaii Island. It must have. It must just be uh, hectic there.
2: Yes. Um I've actually had several conversations with my friends and coworkers about uh, what we were doing and how, what we felt when this <laughs> erection started. And it's been, first of all, elation, excitement, um, awe, reverence, and deep respect. Um, and, you know, uh, folks, you know, have experiences from crying and laughing uh, to just, and just being in. In awe of this of this event. Of course, everyone had to. All, you know, we we work at the park, and we 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 are fortunate and privileged to see uh, lava and eruptions almost as a routine. But you know, this is another level. Uh, and you know, I know some coworkers even held, held hosted celebrations with their family and in, in their house oh, at home for this oh. um, because it's it's such a uh, well. Thirty eight years is a long time. And and a good percentage, if not a majority, of the people that live here have not seen Mount Aloa erupt before. And so this is a unique experience for them, even though this is their that has been their home for their whole lives. Um and it is but, uh, pretty rare to have both of these volcanoes erupting simultaneously. So uh I think those are the primary um emotions, people felt, and feelings. There is also trepidation uh, and worry uh, as this volcano, it has a, a, de- a deadly history, having, having had eruptions that have had tremendous uh, negative impacts to island communities, and, and in, especially the eruption in 1868 killed many people. Uh, And as recent as 1984, threatened the town of Hilo. And so there's also concern and some fear. Um, But we are very fortunate that we have these volcanoes are the most monitored and studied volcanoes in the world. And we have the tremendous experience and expertise of the United States Geological Survey Hawaiian Volcano Observatory that are working 24-7 to monitor and assess the hazards uh, and forecast uh, what may happen. uh, And also a hardworking Hawaii County Civil of Defense that that are now very experienced uh, going back many, many years, particularly in 2018 with um, managing eruptions, eruption hazards for the uh, island communities. And and so uh, the information flow has been, I would say, really well the 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 fast uh, moving um, eruption uh, has been met by fast moving communication and you know really important um, decisions such as establishing a safe uh, lava viewing area.
0: So um, where can helps. people go for that information as well? I mean just visitors who want to stay updated on on all this kind of stuff
2: the the first and foremost the the best source of information, is the Hawaii County Civil Defense website uh, that is updated constantly that they are operating in what's called the incident uh, ma- management team. So the multi agency combined coordination for this event. And that is the focal point for information sharing and for public communication. And so regardless if you are an island resident or visiting from another island or another place, that should be your source of information. Before you arrive and as you go about your visit on the island, check Hawaii County Civil Defense. They are your information nexus.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing all that information with our listeners and viewers. Um, of course, Hawaii Magazine, we're covering the eruption as well. If you want um, the
0: second best source of information. Yes. Yeah, right, Hawaii right. Magazine.com.
1: Yeah, great. <laughs> Uh, check our website. I mean, Grace has written a great story that went up on Friday about, you know, Instagram followers to to, to look at on Instagram who are posing really amazing photos. By the way, they're not that close to the lava flow. They have very amazing awesome photo photos. Yeah. It's all legal. It's all yeah, legal, Ben. Yeah. Don't worry and, about it. Um, and we're going to have tips up today on Monday about, you know, how to safely view the lava flow and make the most of any trip to the big island where you want to see um, the volcano and the eruption. Um, It is a historic event. As you said, it's very sacred to a lot of people. Um, There's cultural significance, right, to the flow in the park. So we want to make sure that our listeners are mindful of that as well. So we really appreciate you, Ben, taking the time. I know it's super busy for you you guys right now. So thanks for joining us. Thank you.
2: Mahalo. It's been my
0: pleasure. And uh, have a great Friday. All right. Yeah, everyone, uh, this goes up on Monday. (laughs) 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 Have an even better Monday. Uh, Yeah, thank you everyone so much for listening. Again, please be sure to like and rate us five stars. Um, We really appreciate that. And until next week, or sorry, two weeks from now, uh, we'll see you all again. Okay, mahalo. Bye-bye. Ahoy ho.
1: Bye.